Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Low Rolls High Hopes podcast. I hope you all can stick around for what a wonderful journey we are going to be having. This is a custom world created by me, the DM Matt. Okay. So there are other Thrykeen here. What if all those are still obtainable? <laughs> they were to hold up tradition. Have we decided on the mission? <laughs> yes. We will be attempting to work alongside the... or uh, attack the bandits and deal with them accordingly. I hear you then. It'll be simple. Outstanding. Well, perhaps my experience may come in handy then in such a situation like this. I've, well, handled people of such nature before, let's say. If we are talking experience, I do not lack in it. He's going to dig around in a sack and he's going to pull out an orc tusk. I am not indifferent. I will say that at the very least. <clears throat> just point, just tell me who we are going to eliminate and I will get the job done. We'll do. Let me get there. Well, you will have my blade then. Shall we be off? First, I need to stop by some places. Ah. I need to obtain a logbook. Of course. The usual shopping spree. I believe it Don't is that time of the day, isn't it? I need to obtain a logbook and... A can yes, of this. I believe while others are searching for materials, we may, of course, gather more information, as you have stated. And shall we say, return here at a allotted time? For one, shall we? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, let us be off then. There is no time to lose. <clears throat> Unless anything else needs to be discussed. Which shall we meet back here? As stated, yes. Understood. And uh, Alex will leave and he'll go look for some where you can get a logbook. <laughs> Lady kind of like leans over to us the party. It seems he is kind of warming up to us now, it <laughs> seems. But in such a heightened state of awareness. <laughs> that or he plans to kill us in any moment, in which case. I uh, do not wish to be around for it. <clears throat> I believe if he intended on killing us, he would have attempted to already. Oh, don't worry. He is getting closer to the people he may believe are the weakest. But don't worry. I am here. <laughs> you can't tell if he's giving a smile, but he gives a, a slight bow and then wanders off. <laughs> As you follow. <laughs> As you leave, as you rose up from your bow, you already knew there was a smile waiting for you. 
Ben's just watching him walk out. Goodbye! You? <laughs> okay. So, Alex, what exactly are you looking for? Shall we return Alex doesn't know, but <laughs> he is going to, um... He's gonna, like, pick the closest bunny he thinks would sell a logbook. You know, they maybe have, like, some books out. He at least knows what that is. You know? Okay. So you just kind of right outside the uh, right outside this area, there is this just tiny building. You you can see through the windows that there are just kind of like bookshelves throughout the place. This must be the location. <laughs> you you enter in, and there's a little ding of a bell above your head whenever you enter. Something you've never heard before. He's obviously startled. He gets startled by it. <laughs> but he, like, feels around. He's not dead instantly, so he's all right. <laughs> uh, when you do come in, you do hear this voice from the back. Um, yes, hello. I'll be with you soon. All right, you just... Feel just free to take a look around. Oh. <laughs> um, he's going to kind of, like, you know, look around and look inside the books. Of course, these are all already filled from what I know. Yes. This is a library, and you have just... It's a very small kind of bookstore. And okay. you just kind of start flipping through random written books. What in the world is a man? <laughs> after a while, this half-elf, just male, kind of comes out the back. Um, hello, yes, sir? Yes, quite. What is a... Toaster in this one. A toaster? It seems to be an artifact in some worlds that can heat up your bread without using fire. Mm. It's quite an interesting thing. What is bread? (laughs) What is bread? Well, you'll have to stop by one of the bakeries around here and I'm sure you'll be able to find it. Bakery. Could you describe what that is? Oh gosh, this is going to be hard. <laughs> First of all, uh, can I just help you what you came in with for today? I need a logbook. A logbook? Something to write with. Um, what, what what would you prefer to write with? We have ink and quill, we have pencils. We have pens. I preferably ground up coal, if that would do. Ah, so a pencil it'll be. That'll, that's more like what you want. If so, then yes. Um, yes. Do you have any colors? I mean, we have blues and greens. There's a couple pink. Purple, brown. Pink? Pink? Okay. And you see, as this half elf kind of walks back around the counter, you hear a little bit of you you hear a little bit of shuffling. After a while, they're gonna pull out a case of what seems to be about five pencils, and they're going to put down a logbook, just this pink, basically composition notebook. Perhaps I chose wrong. All right, uh, how much? (laughs) Um, that'll just be five copper. He's gonna put down five gold. 
No, no, copper, oh. sir. Uh, it's going to take away, too. Okay, so you don't know how this money works. I, I did you don't. Did you just arrive today, sir? Yes. Okay. Oh, wait. Yes, can I also get a book on the currency here? Well, actually, I think I can just teach you myself. That'll work too. So, you're opals, right? Is that what you guys use? Yes. Use these gems. Well, I've had a couple Thrycreen come and sell me books and sell me information on their race and culture. But, and he's going to kind of go through and break down in a way you can understand how the Mm. opal system kind of correlates with the gold system. Uh. Kind of how it works. Once you seem to have a good understanding, he just looks at you. Um, So, he's just going to put two of the gold back to you, take one piece. I'll break this down into your change now, sir. I appreciate it. I never knew how similar they were. Yes. No matter what evolution does, it still seems that most people follow the same path. And with that, he'll put down five copper and nine silver for you, pocket the gold. All right. Five copper, nine silver. Five copper, nine silver. Gotcha. All right, logbook and get. No. All right. Well, he's got what he's wanted. You know, he's going to copy what Tyrone and Paul is telling Paul. He's going to bow and he's going to leave. <laughs> oh! Oh, character development! Oh! Ooh, quick character development. So you leave the shop. The the shop owner just waves by to you. What is everyone else I mean, doing I... as the shopping trip happens? I am waiting in line. Waiting in line. He's, the... he's like resorted to counting the roof tiles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the rest of you? Uh, yeah. So... Paul is waiting. He's waiting to talk to the halfling man and take on the quest. Got it. I suppose, Matt, um, would I spot any individuals in this area that may be of dubious morals? I mean, just looking at the bar, there are people dressed in all sorts. There are people that seem to be dressed in leathers with big weapons on their back. There are plenty of people that have cloaks pulled all the way up over their head. They've got daggers on their side. They're shooting glances all over the room. It seems like almost no one here is not dubious in some way. Not dubious in some way. Okay. Would there be anybody who looks to be the most shifty of individuals? The shifty? No. They they, they mostly... It would probably be one of the guys in the cloak looking around. But Mm. give me an insight check. Of course. Baba Louie. 
Yeah, with an inside of 18. You can tell that the people looking around are less suspicious and more suspicious of their surroundings themselves. Kind of keeping an eye out so they don't get, you know, hurt. I see. I'll walk over to them. Uh, Okay, so I say you walk over to this man. He's got a black bandana on the bottom half of his face, black hood pulled up, two daggers at his side. Uh, I stop like a few uh, like, like a foot and a half away from him and I say so it appears that you seem uh, unat ease something troubling you no not much what's it to you oh it could be a many things uh, this place is rather strange tell me did you arrive like some other folk with, I would say, seemingly dropped from the ceiling, perhaps? Yeah, it was about two years ago. Uh, What's it to you? Who are you? Uh, I think uh, introductions are in order. Of course, I am just... Uh, uh, my name is Leighton. I was dropped from the ceiling as well, so... Ah, good I for am, you. What's that got to do with me? Well, I will inform upon you when you decide to let me speak my piece, sir. Now, I will ask you, you've obviously been around. Have you heard of banditry in these parts? I mean, yeah, bandits bandits show up all the time. Now, would you happen to know anything about bandits that have been raiding unsuspecting folks in... Are you asking me if I know anything about the bandits out of Polaris? I saw you looking at the quest board earlier. I'm not... I'm not... I'm not with them. I don't know them. With the insight check of 18, would I know if he was lying? Uh, You'd have to make a new one. Okay. You you can't quite get a grip. He seems to be very defensive. I see. And not letting much emotion show in his voice. I'm going to sit down next to him and basically stare at him, hands slightly folded. Um, and now, Lena, well, sir, it would be most unfortunate if there were people who would eventually find out later on down the line that ties between such banditry would lead back to this town and that would be very unfortunate for anybody who would know wouldn't you think if you're trying to find out where those bandits are from you got more chance finding them either based in Polaris or Woodland Fort do you even know where Polaris is I have a relative area from when I had last look at my navigation but if you truly do not have anything of note, thank you. Uh, he gets up. Sad, I can't help you. I'm sure you are. And I just uh, continue out back outside the tavern. Uh, not sure if anybody followed, but uh, but yeah, I left. Okay. 
if you leave, no one does follow you. Of course. So at this point, I say as you are leaving and Alex is coming back in, at this point, Fullis, you would re- you would finally reach this halfling man who kind of greets you with an arm extended. Is your mic broken, Follis? Damn it. Yep, it was. Ah! Follis, uh, uh, he, he is not used to this, so he goes to his go-to, smiles, and bows. So you do that while this, this, this halfling kind of has his hand extended, he takes it back. I, I guess your culture is uh, pretty different than mine. Hi, I'm Mayor Redfield. What can I do for you today? Good evening, mate. Miss Foldis, I wish to turn in this quest. Me and my, um... T- t- turn in? I apologize, I misspoke. I wish to, with my group, take on this quest of the bandits. And he will hand him the paper. Oh, okay, okay. So you hand him the paper, he immediately puts it just kind of on the counter in front of him, and you see him pick up, pick up a, bo- a book and start flipping through it. Um, so yes, are you wanting to know extra information about this quest, or...? Yes, I would, actually. Where will we might find these bandits? So again, as this quest says, um, they are on the road to Polaris. Uh, from the current information we have, they seem to be... about three days away from here? So you're going to be traveling about a bit. Um, They seem to be pretty simple bandits. They've just been attacking some traders going to and from Polaris. Specifically, the priests down in Polaris are having trouble with them. They seem to be stealing some holy water that the saint made, and he just kind of keeps flipping. Um, Seems like they are pretty lightly armored. I mean, this should be quite easy for you. Outstanding. Do you have a group you are going with, or...? Yes, I do. I have the Count's, um, the air in front of him as he looks over to his journal. (laughs) I have seven traveling with me at this time. In that case, I think you should be fine. Outstanding. Thank you for the heads up, Mayor. Red, let me make sure again. That is what I think it is. Redfield, yep. May Redfield. Forgive me. If I may um, ask you a few more questions while I'm here. Oh, yes. Feel free. That's why I'm here, of course. What? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Hey, we can hear you. Mic. Working on it. I'm getting a job now. No, I'm buying hey, your mic. I'm you are not. I'm buying you're not it sending right me. No. Dude, no cap. You're not. Cash no cap, bro. Listen, your sugar daddy's offering it. Just take it. Accept it. I don't like how this is gonna end. Yes. <laughs> Session, time. Session time. Session <laughs> time. It broke again. I can't even. Oh, no, can't no even we can say. hear you. <laughs> we can hear you, Talon. You're gonna try to argue it, and then the mic breaks. What do you, <laughs> does the mic want to be replaced? Oh, um, okay. change, Jink. But... 
Follis, like, basically speaks to the mayor. Uh, how long has this town been in order, and how long have the... Uh, forgive me, I'm new to their term. Are the brokers? Brokers, yes. How long have oh. the brokers been in town? Well, um, sadly we don't actually know how large, how old the brokers are. Some of the biggest cartels are thousands of years old. Um, this town's probably only been around for 500. That was about when they, uh, the, the cartels all, I saw you talking with the broker earlier. Uh, cartels all decided to make this pocket dimension land to store people that had been taken by brokers. Allow you to live a comfortable life. And then they started throwing in things to make it more fun. That's where most of the creatures in this world come from. Very interesting. Who is, say, the most in charge of the cartels? The cartel? Sadly, I I don't know. The um, the only one I have contacts with is this one right here, uh, Elithzal. She is my direct line if I ever have any complaints or if there's anything to be added to town or if there were any requests for more money for the homeless, for some more food shipments, a shipment of fish. I would go to her. I would ask, get it approved. I'm simply just the middleman to the middleman. Interesting. Anything else? There is nothing else at this time, but it was a pleasure meeting you, Mayor Red. Oh, I'm, uh, forgive me. What does the term mayor mean? As in you are head of this town? Yes, I am just the head of this town. I'm basically the representative and, of course, as I said, the middleman to the brokers. So if you have anything to say to the brokers, you can say it to Alisol or you can say it to me. No. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. Have a good day. You as well. And Bolas will head on out. Okay. So you turn, leave. He'll, he'll, tur he'll count the ceiling tiles one more time to make sure they didn't change. They have not. Okay, this is real. Good. Except for one. Seems to have a mouth on it, but you ignore that. I that assume was... it's a spider and move on. <laughs> so, you exit. What is everyone else doing? Because I know Alex had just come back in as this was happening. And Celestia and Rose, you've been pretty quiet. Lillian would be just leaning against the wall watching the room. Not okay. really doing anything, just watching the room. Okay. Celestia seems to be a bit AFK. So, right now, Talon, when you, when Follis leaves, does he, like, gather everyone up, or? Hmm? Well, so you said you started leaving, but your whole party's kind of in different areas. Do you want... Would you start gathering them up, or would you just leaving by yourself? Uh, I would be trying to find them, and I would not care about not being a problem. Yoo-hoo! Anyone? Hello? I would be arriving back within a moment, so. 
Um, exactly. Alex would close the log book and make his way over. <laughs> the uh, the gnome and the little owl and are just sitting behind you. They've been just following you quietly. Is everything settled? Uh, I suppose uh, my venture was less than fruitful. I suppose yours went more swimmingly, perhaps. It's like gesture to the two of you. Uh, I have completed my objective for now. Welcome back, everyone. I hope all the traveling went well. Um, is everyone here? Yeah, I think so. Outstanding. Well. Then, shall we make way? I have the location of the... Um, actually, does anybody have the map? I don't have it on me at this time. I will pull it out I and hand it towards him. Thank you. Um, and Fullis would basically gesture to... Forgive me, Matt. It was Polaris? Yes. So the the bandits were reported on the road to Polaris. Got it. Uh, from Will Airport? Or... You don't know. It's just on the road. Outstanding. Which means they will probably be waiting for us. What a poor day it will be for them. Shall we? Yes. Uh, it seems Why they are just on the road towards Polar. He, he would basically like... <laughs> That's funny. Um, Alex, can you turn around, please? Oh, yes. He's gonna turn and around. you would like... He would use his body as the map. Like to hang it up against. <laughs> so this is where we are. We basically need three days of travel on the route to Polaris. And Polaris, they're on that road there. So somewhere around here, they are most likely waiting for us, I believe. Or they are currently inside of. So the plan is what? Go there and hope we find them? Well, them jump us or we try and jump them? Well, they seem to go for heritage. Mm -hmm. If they are genuine and professional bandits, <laughs> on the occasion, they would normally find us unless they were extremely bad at what they do. In which case, it won't be easy. To, well, it will be easy to find them. That is true. It's a 50-50 chance. Chances. Mm. Shall we get to move on? Today is might as well. We can discuss more of this on the road, I'm sure. Let's. We do have quite a journey. And who knows what else we will find. Ah, so far, there's been confirmed of giants, so I can't wait to find one of them. 
I hope to put that off as long as possible, actually. <laughs> I welcome it. Wouldn't that be an amazing sight? It'd oh. be a nice conversation to have. I'm gonna lean oh. over to Lillian. How much do you want to bet he's a masochist? Yeah, it could be. I think oh, are you saying something odds. over there? Yes, but I was no. saying it to Lillian. Ah, sorry. My ears are sharper than usual. Never mind. <laughs> wow. Have you all ever... Has everyone ever noticed that the sky can be clear without clouds? How beautiful! Hmm. Certainly a sky. Yes. Don't you see how... Mm. Yes, it is blue. I thought the sky was black. The sky is black. Oh, forgive so, me. I'm so, <laughs> so, like I said, it is it is black with that bluish pink purple aurora borealis just going through the sky. I'm not wrong. Blue. <laughs> it, it's more of like a dark blue than sky blue. So yes, yeah, the opposite of color blindness. I see colors where there are none. It's a it's a very strange, you know, <laughs> very hard to die. Wow, grass, interesting. <laughs> okay, I understand. Thank you. Leaving <laughs> continues to walk on. <sighs> okay. So, are you guys wanting to prepare before you head out, or what seems to be the plan? I have my provisions. Uh, I am good to go. I've been looking for you. Got something Unless they disappear on Alex. teleportation. <laughs> Alex is full on ready and doesn't have any rations, but you'll manage. Yes. Okay. Well, that it seems like almost everyone's ready to go. So, you guys are setting up now? Yep. Yes. Okay. So, you guys start heading to the western gates. And, of course, this kind of just giant gate is just lifted up at the moment you guys are allowed to pass through you see that even though there is this there is this kind of thick outer wall there are no guards on post and as you've been walking through town you haven't seen anybody with like a guard uniform on so you guys just walk out and start going on your road trip In fact, you guys, while you are traveling, is there anything you would like to do? Uh, are we jumping right into, like, late... Or, like... Late night? Or, like, who's on guard and such? No, this is more, is there anything you'd like to do while traveling? Mm-hmm. Like, would you like to be looking for animal tracks? Would you like to be... Observing the sky, what would you like to do? Um, 
I would say Alex. Oh, go on. Oh, nope, nope, you. Go. Okay. Um, Alex along the way, of course, would just be, I guess, taking in everything. You know, making note of what seems eatable or not. Taking off leaves and eating those too. <laughs> Seeing what's nutritious or not. Mostly on the path to the woodland fort, you just don't actually find nothing unedible, but there's no berries. It's mostly leaves and grass and maybe a couple trees. Hey. Uh, Layden, were you doing something? Uh, actually, I, I need to make sure that it's something that I can do. Uh, no, never mind. I don't have the resources. So oh, no. No, no, I don't have the resources for it. Uh, no, never mind. <clears throat> okay, so you guys will be on your travels. Nothing, if no one else has anything to do, we will skip ahead to when you guys actually arrive at the Woodland Fort, as it is only a day's travel away. However, after you have traveled for the full day, you all are definitely starting to feel tired. However, it does not seem that whatever light source has been lighting up this world has stopped. So while there has been a passage of time, there is no sun or moon or stars to allow you to tell the time. You all just simply start growing tired. Hmm. This is unsettling. But quite weird, isn't it? <laughs> I'll have to I lock this down. <laughs> I usually welcome such changes, but this is a rather annoying one. I concur. But as you guys make your way to the Woodland Fort, as you see it over the distance, you can see that it is pretty medium in size. However, it's got these large stone walls and you can actually see on these walls unlike Soleil is there are archers staring out through all directions and in front of the gate you do see two people one of them has a great sword on his back he's dressed in full plate armor and then the other one he seems to have just kind of Japanese-style samurai armor on, and he they both stare at you as you come over, and the knight will, will step forward. Halt! What is your business here? Business. Yes. Traveling. For what reason do you come to the fort? Just traveling? Business. Business? What Full business do you have here? <laughs> we have received a mission, and we are on to complete this. Ah, so you are fellow knights. Great to hear. Yes, knights. You have a mission, you said. Yes. And Follis, he he seems to be ignoring your raised hand. <laughs> Follis will respond by slowly, like, every time he keeps talking, he just gets a little bit closer till the hand is, like, in his face. Yes, hand man, what do you want? Good evening. My name is Follis. What is yours? <laughs> Knight Jeremy. Knight Jeremy, it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Now, I wish I could able... say the same. 
So maybe uh, make our way into the town now, please. Thank you. Well, yes. And he's just kind of like, you hear, he puts his fingers up to his mouth, lets out a whistle. And this, it, it's a wooden gate instead of iron, but it starts just to kind of lift up to let you in. Would you, just to warn you as you all are heading in, there is in fact nowhere for you to stay the night in here, I'm afraid to say. Why is that? Well, not many people want to build an inn here, and I recommend you leave in the morning if you do not wish to participate in the fighting. Hmm, understood. No, I'm a, the morning, how do you measure that? When you wake up. And you see, you see, he actually kind of like reaches down to a pocket, and he pulls out what is just a pocket watch, and he stares at it. And currently, it's around, I'd say, nine o'clock, and puts it away. Those things are very weird. But yes, I'm saying it's probably close to nighttime. So you all probably are looking for a place to sleep. You look ragged and tired. However, there are no inns in the town. There's one up north, probably about a quarter mile away, so it doesn't get caught up in the fighting, but that's about it. What is this fighting you keep mentioning? Ah, yes. Uh, us here at Woodland Fort, most of us were knights or soldiers. Uh, when we arrived here, we were welcomed with open arms, and very quickly we decided that in order to hone our skills against our opponents, just in case we ever need to go under the service of a king again, or a ruler, shogun, or emperor, he kind of looks at the man in the samurai armor. In fact, every day, around halfway through the day, we have mock battles. And you could basically choose whether you would like to be on the defending or sieging side, and... We use blunt or wooden weapons. We go at it. However, there is also the reason because of that. So there is not many inns here. Would, do you believe we could talk to one of the um, townsfolk? Maybe stay the night in one of their houses? I reckon you could give it a shot if you'd like. But I don't know many people here who don't already live with their night, what is it, group. Um, well, as if I may. You don't need to go through the trouble to find housing for me. I am perfectly fine with outside. Taking a burrow was quite easy. It was that simple for the rest of us. I can get some for you as well. <laughs> uh, it looked like he was gonna say something, but he just, <laughs> just doesn't. <laughs> I believe we are good. Thank you. Just, uh, I will go dig mine out real quick then. We'll be back shortly. Well, as. I, I look back towards the samurai knight. Um, as fellow knights, can anybody participate in these fights? Yes, you can, but... And he kind of looks at you all. 
I'm assuming your weapons are not bluntened. No. I can blunten them on people, if that would make I, it fair. I would prefer... In these fights, we do not wish to kill each other. We simply wish to hone our skills. Uh, so well, any any sharp weapon will be dealt with as if it was attempted murder. Uh, well, I suppose there must be rules for everything nowadays. Well, that is fair. <clears throat> Is there somebody that one must speak to to enter such a game? No. Like we have said, the game involves the whole town. If you are simply here when it starts, you will simply just be a part of it. Mm. And when does it usually start? Again, midday. So if you all go to sleep now, and I'm... if you sleep outside the gate, if you choose to sleep outside like you're friend, insect, bug man was saying if you choose to sleep outside you will hear soldiers and I'm sure someone will wake you up and tell you to evacuate the area ah wonderful <laughs> now would I need to roll anything? for what? I am making the hole so did you like walk away? <laughs> Walked into, like, the closest woods. Not that deep in, though. Okay, so you kind of walk to the north, where the woods would be. Uh, just give me a... Give me a survival check. On it. 16. Yeah, with that, you're pretty used to having to make these makeshift little burrow grounds for yourself. So you can... Surprisingly, the dirt here is a lot more moisture-filled and just easier to manipulate than the earth than the earth and dirt on your original world so you can you quite easily just dig yourself a little hole he's gonna pocket some of that don't know if you're gonna come on desperate times <laughs> okay pop you pocket a handful of dirt is he digging this with an eyesight or <laughs> i would say he's doing it probably like right at the edge of the forest so if you kept an eye on him he's just digging like a dog in the ground and then he just pockets some of this dirt he he dug up. Uh, I would say as I'm finishing up the conversation of the night, I would turn away. And, uh, suppose I will turn in for the night for a day or whatever and find a burrow. <laughs> uh, I never thought I would say that. Well, uh, there <laughs> meander off in the direction of uh, uh, uh alex alex is gonna like take like the nearest bushes he's gonna like start, like taking off like their leaves and droves and he's gonna like make a cushion like around the dirt you know it's something a little uh, yeah and get it nice and comfortable <laughs> <laughs> I'd say as I eventually like kind of want come up to it or come up to where you're nestled, I kind of look at it. Said, "Well, that actually looks relatively comfortable. Is that comfortable? Do you feel comfortable? That doesn't hurt your back, does it?" I mean, I don't have really... a back. Uh, you know, just gonna hear like a crack or two as he like stretches. Yes. 
Ah, okay. Excellent. You have some you like common to... anatomy. Well, would you like to give it a try? Uh, I'm quite confident in this one. You know what? Why not? You <laughs> <laughs> uh, just gotta uh, wait patiently. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna like fish it up, like finish uh, panning down like, some of the leaves, cushioning and stuff, and he's just gonna motion for you to try it. I uh, snuggle my way in there. Uh, is it comfortable? <laughs> I don't know. It, it's as comfortable. Okay. It's as comfortable as dirt can get. Okay. It's... Like, like it. It feels cozy because you're. For for you, this hole is a lot bigger than than you because uh, he's a good three to four feet taller than you. So so as you get into it, it's just a nice little cozy hole. Ooh. Do I find any sticks around the area by any chance? There are plenty of sticks all over the ground. I, I kind of climb out, grab two sticks, dig it in, take off the cloak slightly, and like wrap it over like it's a tarp over the hole. I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I'd discovered this sooner. This is mighty fine, sir. Mighty fine. <laughs> His antenna's gonna do kind of like a little twizzle. I appreciate it. Uh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he is he's happy <laughs> okay and with that what the the knight's just gonna look to the rest you still standing in front of the gate do you all wish to join your friends over in the forest I certainly do Okay. Honestly, that seems the better option of the two. Okay. And with that, he whistles again and the gate starts lowering. Weird. Well, Jeremy. Mr. Huh? Jeremy. I'm sorry, Jared. <laughs> have a nice night. Uh, have a nice night, follicle. And he just kind of leans back against the wall. Well, this will walk over to the forest. Okay. So you walk over to the for forest. You start setting up camp. Who all has bedrolls? I have bedrolls. Oh, wait. Uh, was uh, Celestia with him during that? Yes. Oh, I Follows will actually like. I'm sorry. I didn't. I shouldn't have acted. I'm out of practice when dealing with. Acted mm. what way? Oh, it was disrespectful. There's better ways of handling it. Certainly, there's have... a time and place for politeness, but there's also a time and place to put somebody in theirs. I have posted in general his burrow. Well, I agree. <laughs> I swear to God, we're walking over there and just seeing that. Just... <laughs> yeah, you just, you walk over and you see two holes in the ground. One with an ant head sticking out and then the other that seems to have like this tent-shaped cloak over the top of it. Layden? Layden? Laden? Layden? Yes? L? 
<laughs> you, you, just, you just hear Layden's yes kind of echo through this hole. <laughs> I am enjoying my hole. Thank you very much. You're well, welcome. I think well, that's proven to be weasel material. <laughs> well, one thing sure is for certain. You are, in fact, braver than I. As he begins to set up his petrol. <laughs> That's your burrow? Yes. As I, Thank as you. you. As, as you as you say that, you kind of hear like a little scraper scruzzle or like uh, scruffling noises. As, as <laughs> kind of like you see his head kind of poke out, still the tricorn hat and mask on everything. He, he looks up close and says, I must say, for as your sarcasm begets you quite magnificently, it's right. As he kind of slips back into the Can I, may I come into the hall, Layden? Sure. <laughs> I'm going to go in. It is like a giant cave to you, considering how small you are. Thank you ever so much for your um, hospitality. hospitality. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you see, he kind of like takes out a bedroll and like places it down and just says, oh, that is yours. I actually find this patch of dirt ready to be comfortable for a change. I have a bedroll, Layden. I am not uncivilized. Well, this one is bigger. Think of it as a queen-size bed. <laughs> uh, if we are talking about a queen-size... You know queen how to treat a lady. <laughs> if we are talking about a counselor's borough... I will get into his bedroll. <laughs> <laughs> and just use mine as an extra blanket. Okay. <laughs> Um, literally heard uh, queen sized. <gasps> if um, finally somebody acknowledges it. For what seems, someone seems like it's like everyone going to bed. It yeah. seems like you all are yeah. setting down for the night. Um, so Alex would like poke his head, like dig, get himself burrowed a little deeper, and he's gonna start like putting up dirt above the entrance, like covering himself. <laughs> God, that must be such a horrifying sound. <laughs> Paul is laying in his bedroll. The fucking... Giant Ant-Man dug a burrow. Dug a burrow and he's like passing it. Like, um, you know, blocking the doorway to make it seem like he's not here. Oh my god. Okay. Terrifying uh, creature of the depth. <laughs> and with that, who is taking first watch? And who will take second watch? No, full I'll off. Take first Got watch. first watch. Fullis has first watch. Fullis has first watch. Lillian has second? Yeah. Okay. With that, Fullis, I need you to make me a perception check. As it is still super bright outside. However, you are keeping watch to make sure you do not get ambushed. 
With a nine. A nine in perception. You do not notice anything throughout your watch. You're just kind of sitting around staring. However, your watch quickly comes to an end as as fast as it starts. Um, can I uh, interject real quick? Sure, yes. So, like, uh, like, you're gonna hear this, Polis, but, like, you're gonna, like, just gonna, like, start caving in, and Alex is gonna pop his head out. <laughs> How go? <laughs> How goes the, uh, the watch? You see him basically posted up. Um, his rapier has been removed from his pack as he now with its sheath. The weapon itself is, um, it's not silver, but it's very well polished, well kept, with some minor jewels actually encrusted into the hilt of the sword, mm. or the rapier, um, as he stands guard staring out into the distance. Um, mm. As he hears you, like, speak, the second he hears your voice, his eyes shut. Ah. Um, as he turns back to him. It goes well. How is your... nest? But, uh, you know, I kind of... You know, just resting in here, and I just kind of realized I can't really write on my logbook in here. It's too dark. Wait, I have night vision. You mean dark vision? Wait, never mind. I lie. I don't. <laughs> oh. Would you <laughs> like me to... I probably should have bought a light source. Uh, in the Explorer's Pack, I will activate my... Explorer's Pack. What's an Explorer's Pack? What? Tinderbox. I activated Tinderbox for him. Uh. Okay, a Tinderbox is essentially just used for starting fires. No, we should just light a torch. Okay. Yeah, so you, you just light a torch for the ants. Do you... It doesn't really illuminate anything out here as it's already bright like it's day. However, do you wish to give it to the ant or? Yes. Okay. So, Alex, you handed this <laughs> this torch. Same emoji. Same. All right. Um. Well, with that, he's gonna like see back into the burrow, right? And um, telling out pops out like a, is a, a silver coin and he's gonna patch it back up why <laughs> <laughs> oh. thank you kindly he will gladly accept this gift he's gonna of course he's gonna keep a hole open like on the upper top of the hole so he doesn't fucking suffocate <laughs> through that hole you just see torchlight all throughout the night <laughs> Colin did you say you had a rapier yes Oh my god, how many of us have rapiers? Like everyone, it seems. Dex, 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 Dex. Now I almost be back to dinner. Dex builds be like rapier time. Me and the boys when a stealth check comes up. You shall officially be known as the broken ears. You will only use rapiers. And you're broke. Sorry, I have short sword. Okay. 
So, we'll Lillian, we'll, would you... We'll spin them out. Lillian, as you are second on watch, would you like to give me a perception as second watch starts? May I do one thing? Oh, yes, what do you want to do before that starts? As he goes to basically speak, basically to pass off the watch, um, the overwatch, um, Bolas would turn to Lillian with a serious look. My eyes still shut. Please, give me your word that you will watch over us this night. I swear I will watch over you this night. That is all I need to hear. Thank you. And he will go to his bedroll and... Okay. So, you start sleeping. And with a 19 in perception, Lillian, as everyone is sleeping, you do hear kind of rustling in a in several trees over. You just kind of hear rustling. And all of a sudden, you just see the leaves start rustling as it's moving through the trees, closer to the trees on top of you. What would you want to do? Does she see... She'll look, try and see if she can notice the creature. There, it's too thick of a leaves. It's like sitting in the tree canopy, kind of crawling its way towards you. So you cannot see it. You can just see the leaves rustling. She's just going to watch it and see what happens. Okay. So as you watch it, this this rustling is just going to kind of snake its way slowly over to the top of your camp. Specifically, the sleeping Follis as he's sleeping outside and he has left his bag out. And all of a sudden, you're going to see this creature drop down into the camp. This creature resembles what seems to be kind of a tan jellyfish that's floating through the air. It's got tentacles coming off the bottom that end in these blue tips. Two eye stalks like Gary the Snail. And it's going to slowly kind of sneak its way to the backpack as if it does not knowing that you are watching it. And when it reaches it, it's just going to start... It's going to start using its front two tentacles to start rummaging through it. Well, she's going to go up to it and stab it. <laughs> okay, roll me an attack roll with an advantage. Yep, 25 hits. So you, you walk up to this creature, this floomph. You stab it once. There is just this kind of gurgle that sounds like it's underwater and it just drops dead fuck fuck well, <laughs> alright sound off who's dead is there, is there any other <laughs> no no there's no other sounds around it seems like this creature just kind of saw you guys had backpacks and was rummaging through them well, she's going to leave the creature where it lays dead and go back to her watch. Okay. As you finish your watch... <laughs> so, yeah. you, you finish your watch, nothing else happens throughout the night. However, you all start waking up, I'd say, around the same time after your eight hours of sleep is done. And everyone, you come out, and anyone who awakes before Folus, you see Folus sleeping in his 
just bedroll, sleeping next to this dead creature that doesn't seem to actually be bleeding any blood. It just has a sword mark down its back. back. And of course, it just it just looks like a tan jellyfish with blue tentacles, and is just sitting dead there next to Folis. What the fuck happened? Oh, right. Interesting. Interesting. This place keeps getting worse. It attacked his backpack, so I figured it could be dangerous for Fudu. Is it edible? I don't know. You're gonna see see your stick poke out from the ground and, like, you know, destroy, like, the cover. What is happening? Potential food. Food? He's gonna dig it. He's gonna pull himself out from the floor. Tell me more. Go ahead and try it then. I won't stop you. I'm gonna like pick up this squid thing, jellyfish. Yeah, it looks more like a jellyfish. You just pick it up by a tentacle. It is completely limp, Mm. and it's kind of squishy, kind of like raw squid. I have never seen anything like this in my entire life. And Folus, at this point, I'd say you wake up and see them. Holding the dead body above you. He goes. He's gonna. Um, yep. Uh, Alex is gonna take out his kachka, you know, his little shuriken esque thing. That's best way I can describe it as. And he's gonna, like, dig in, cut into it, and, like, see what's on the inside. <laughs> uh, Fullis is. Well, he goes to open. Starts to open, then closes his eyes. Hearing the commotion, and just, oh, my, that is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. Oh, and what's that creature? I don't know. It was getting, it was going into your bag last night. Do you? Oh. Well, I thank you for protecting my items, then. Build it by yourself? Yes. Pardon? Oh. Yeah, I see your sword. Yeah, she'll pull out one of her swords. Hmm. This is the standard short sword. You wield it well. Got it. Especially when dealing with Scourge. Hmm. Good to know that. Polis, while getting out of bed, have his bedroll. His hair is just completely over top of his face. (laughs) Um, Alex is gonna... Hmm? Mm -hmm. Uh, Um. Just cleaning up. What's up? Alex is going to take out his Githka, put away the Kachka, and he's going to uh, stick the creature on the other side of it, and he's going to hold it over the fire. <laughs> okay, the the creature just starts burning. <laughs> like, like, it actively catches fire. Do you, you still like... hold it in the fire? Yep. Okay, so as soon as you, as soon as it starts just climbing up this tentacle, 
it gets to the top of the creature, kind of this round head like the jellyfish, and the whole thing bursts into flame as soon as the fire touches it. Interesting. And it's just this ball of fire now. That quickly, probably in around 20 seconds, just burns into a pile of ash. Hmm. I'd say during my... He's gonna... I was getting my my stuff together, like my cloak and things on. I peeked my head out from from the hole. I was in. I was like, "Can we not start a fire? I'd rather not die such a miserable way." But what are you doing to it? This thing is not edible. <laughs> well, now we know. Perhaps next time I shall eat it raw. Why would you we eat it? Do it. Why would you not? We know nothing Hunger. about this world. How do we know what is edible and what is not? They have a point, you know. And he... Alex is gonna open up his handbook and his notebook, and he's gonna like write down about the jellyfish. And if Alex is willing to try, I certainly don't want to. Well, as inter, Polis, you actually see a frown on his face before returning <laughs> to that smile. May I have a bite? Ah. Uh... This would be interesting. Alex is going to go point to, to the pile of ashes. <laughs> it wasn't edible. <laughs> Good to know. Hmm. Note that for future well, reference. If that was to not be... He's going to take out the soy from earlier. Hmm. I'll just have this. <laughs> well, shall we all continue travel? Uh huh. Mm hmm. You, you hear Layden is kind of wrestling himself out of the hole, and he's like, "Well, are we? Are we going to the town or searching for the bandits? Still, I would prefer to search for bandits." Actually, town would have been incorrect, more like a fortress. But yes, I suppose we should remain on task. Alex is gonna up oh, go on. As much as I would have liked to have seen this uh, barbaric fight between knights. Alex is gonna reach out his hand for Layden, because yeah, it, it looks like he's struggling in the hole, right? He, he he finally got out. <laughs> oh, okay. Hiding <laughs> off the the dirt from his wrapped cloak. <laughs> but, uh, you could, from from what you notice, Layden is actually very, despite him being relatively uh, average height, it's he's a fairly lanky individual. Uh, mm. So it's not entirely strong. Uh, by the looks of it. He doesn't lift weights. So. <laughs> oh, oh, you do not lift weights? Fullis is actually a natural bodybuilder. 
Boy. Let's hit the road. And it's done. Okay. And with that, you guys start making your way down the road. And as you're making this way around the road, you kind of cut through the north forest past the gates of the woodland forts. And you do see now that morning has started. They have kind of rolled out cro- rolled out catapults to the outside of the town, and you see this group of people preparing to charge, some on horse, some with bows, but all their weapons seem to be blunted or covered in these soft kind of like woolen materials. But through the day, you make your way past them. Most of them kind of give you a bow of the head respectfully. And with that, we will end the first session with you heading out to go and defeat the bandits next time. Next time. Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was good. Interesting. I like everyone's characters. Now you all know who. Go go on. I think I'm gonna kill off fellas. I just don't like him. Oh dang! (laughs) Cool, you're out of the camp. (laughs) Speed run. Speed. This is gonna be another does it, but reverse. You're gonna like become super unmotivated and lazy. (laughs) Not you, but the character. (laughs) Fuck. Fuck. Oh jeez. Far from home. Volus. Volus. <laughs> he wasn't told how to have a spell. Fair. Also, you know what I'm still fucking mad about? What? Fuck that night. Has <laughs> <laughs> a higher brain function than most of the <laughs> brain function the most. <laughs> Maybe they lack proper language training. Wow. (laughs) Child is also silent. Ordinary. That's referring to Daffodil. (laughs) Uh, The jellyfish creature is not edible. Caught flames immediately. (laughs) <laughs> Daffodil <laughs> will be here next time. That's good. Is 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 Zena uh Tiff? Yeah, uh no, no, no. Daffodil is Tiff. <gasps> I was about to say, is Tiff playing another fucking bird person? <laughs> no, no, no. Maggie is playing out the owlin. Okay, I got chose it. The owlin. Yeah, very very did choose the owlin for Maggie. I have yeah, yeah. I have to say the owlin, the the picture itself is kind of like <laughs> Oh god, that that owl, um, surprisingly, I'm just gonna tell you guys this now. The owl has the highest strength in the party. Jesus. The owl then has an 18 in strength right now. So god. That's awesome. So Who chose who? Who chose who? Go on. First off, who chose Folis? You a homie. Um, that was Tiff. I'm a, I'm dapping up Tiff next time I see them. So Tiff chose you. Tyrone chose Celestia. 
Celestia chose Tyrone. <laughs> um, Barry chose Maggie's character. Maggie chose Barry's character. Talon, you chose Rose's character. And added the ten gold. Add the ten gold. <laughs> and Rose, you chose Tiff's character. Daffodil Fipple Fapple. Yep, Daffodil Fipple Fapple. <laughs> the gnome rogue. Uh, hey Matt. Yes. Can I tell them the bet? Oh yeah, sure. You can tell them the bet. Just don't don't so be I mean bet- about it. <laughs> I got you. I made a bet with Matt when I looked over the characters and I went, "This is Rose." Wow. Yeah, he guessed I- it was you immediately, Rose. It's like this. Hey, this is Rose. Can I? I'll put money on it. And then I pussied out, and then Matt went, No, no, no. So a giant would be an enforcer, not a siege. But you don't know that. Okay, so the Alan, I'm guessing, is the monk. Do you want me to go over every every class now? Honestly, yes. Right. So, so much- just going, what do you, what do you want to say, Barry? No, you're going, you're going. So, Celestia Everstar is a sorcerer. Daffodil Fipplefapple, of course, is a rogue. Folus is a wizard. Alex... renowned wizard main. Alex <laughs> is, in fact, the monk. Oh, shit. He is a Kensei monk. Mid. Layden is a rogue. You're a rogue? Mm-hmm. I mean, look at that photo. Of course he's a rogue. Uh, Let me look at the photo again. It's... I gotta analyze. Lillian is a ranger. Uh, and then Xena, the owlin, this tiny three-foot super cute... Yeah, she's a blood hunter. Love that. <laughs> w. Love that. Yeah, major W. I'll keep what type secret for now. Is there an owling blood mm. hunter? I'm like, that's the coolest fucking option I have here. Well, there was also a turtle bard or a plasmoid rogue. There's a plasmoid rogue in my second one. Blood uh, is the sub sub archetype, right, for a fighter? No, no, it's a completely different class. Oh, I thought it was for fighters. 